podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Groove. Before we start today, we just want to give our condolences to everybody who's been affected by the health disaster. Um, our thoughts are with all the family and friends and also all the survivors whose life changed that day. So, from us to you, you'll never walk alone. Yeah, couldn't put it better myself. We are going to talk a little more about that towards the end, but wanted to get something in there at the beginning. Our thoughts are with you all. We love you and we'll never forget you. Um, and just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Enhanced CBD. Uh, partnered with them to bring the best CBD products and clothing as well uh, that we can to you. If you head over to their website, enhance.com, um, and use the code Liverpool Groove at the checkout, you'll get 10% off. Nice little incentive. So, um, get me on that, get me on that, by now. <laughs> I need it. My, my toes fucking doubled in size here, so I, I need it. <laughs> I'm, I'm my shoulders it. goosed, my knees are goosed, <laughs> my head's goosed. Just need a new body. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, sadly, last night, um, Real Madrid, they played like Burnley, and it worked. They, uh, they, wanted, they didn't really want to score. They weren't asked about scoring. They just wanted to make sure we didn't score. And they done it, so fair play in that respect, but um, we just weren't clinical enough. No, we weren't. I think the, the front three had a, had a mate in front of goal. Um, but... The one thing I said before the podcast, uh, I said before the, the match that the one thing I wanted more than anything was just to see fight and desire from them. I wanted to see Milner start um, and I wanted to see him kick fuck out of someone in the first few minutes and he, that, that happened. So desire-wise, commitment-wise, passion-wise, I can't knock the majority of them. I thought yeah. they were brilliant. Um, in front of goal, Salad in the first minute cost us the game. As far as I'm concerned, if that goes in, their arse goes and, and we, we fucking absolutely annihilate them. Uh, we had chances, chance after chance, just wasn't. It was one of them where after the first few, you know it's not going to go in. Yeah. And it was just unfortunate. Uh, as I say, can't knock the performance. I thought we played some unbelievable football, some mouthwater and stuff. That uh, that ball over the top for the first attack in the first few minutes. Is it is it Kabak who plays that over the top? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely sensational ball. It's what we've been saying, what we're missing with the centre-halves is that, that outlet. Phillips done a few as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I thought the first half, we were pretty much faultless. We, we fought, we were nitty and gritty, and we had a, a really good go at them. As you say, it's, just, it, it's sad that we've ended up going out when we've absolutely battered them all over the park. But then the, I, It's hard to say the tactics worked, because I always have this argument with Evertonians, and they say, oh, it's the game plan that's work. Their game plan is to not let us have shot to goal. So their game plan didn't really work because we could have scored four or five. We were just yeah. shit in front of goal. They defended well, don't get me wrong. They, they limited us to but we had some fucking clear cut chances there. And at the end of the day, um if your top players miss them then you deserve to go out. And that's yeah. the way it is unfortunately. I think with them I think at first the I think we got more chances in the first half because they didn't expect us to get the chances in the first half and then second half they showed up more they fucking put everyone behind the, you know pretty much everyone behind the ball and the the you know the crowded us out when we were going forward um like I say performance wise it's hard to have many faults with it 
outside of the front three. I mean, outside of the finishing, the front three, well, not Mane. I'm, Mane's just, I, I can't put my finger on it with Mane, honestly. Um, I thought Firmino was, was decent. I thought he played all right outside of putting the ball in the back of the net. Again, and same with Salah. Um, midfield, I was I was happy with the whole team. The only questionable one for me was Juan Alden. Um, yeah, I, I totally off. agree. I wanted him fucking off the pitch after the first 20 minutes again. I, I don't know whether I've just got a thing for him now that I've said I don't like him. And I'm not usually like that, but... Um, if any player, if any other player would have missed that chance, I wouldn't have reacted the way I did. And I want yeah. you to smash the fucking whole room up, the telly and all the people in it. Because as soon as he missed that, I just thought that just fucking sums you up at the moment. Just lack lack luster, lack of interest, just fucking lack of effort. It, he just literally fucking threw his foot at it. He could have touched it, add another touch, add another touch, and finished in the bottom corner if he wanted. Mm. And he shit himself. Um but that might just be my thing at the minute. It annoys me seeing a player who doesn't want to play for us starting every week. It pisses me off. Yeah. And that's just my point on it. Um, See, for me with Wijnaldum, 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 I felt like he... Oh, on, sorry. I felt like, my, I felt like Wijnaldum was a weird one. He started slow. He grew into it. Had a good sort of 10, 15 minutes before half-time. Good 10, 15 minutes after half-time. And then after that was anonymous again. Like, yeah, it was mad. It was he always like had that... From- he switched from Liverpool Ronaldo to Holland Ronaldo and then back. And yeah. it was he started We're getting the up at the minute, mate. Get off. Um Mane, I've had I put a post on Twitter discussing the match and that and people were saying oh, Mane was absolutely shocking again. I fucking totally disagree. I thought he was absolutely fucking sensational that first half. He, he couldn't live with him. Yeah. He was everywhere. He was absolutely everywhere. And then the new man, he turned up the second half and he could, couldn't yeah. string a pass together. Wasn't. But I honestly, do you know what? He, he does. It's not, a, not an excuse for him, but I don't think the lad has a break. He, he's even quoted saying when he when he's on holiday, he's not on holiday, he's training and that. Yeah. He, he's fucked, lad. That second half, he should have took him off. He was destroyed. And yeah. as I say, the performance he gave in the first half, he could have set up three goals, so got no issue with, with him. Yeah, no, it, it's just, I think for me, it's, I, I'm not having a go with Mane because obviously we know how good he is, but I think that's the problem with it for me is we do know how good he is. We've seen how good he is. You know, he was fucking fourth place in the Ballon d'Or last season. So you you don't just go shit overnight. Um, yeah, he probably is burnt out and... Whatever's, I don't, you know, we don't know what's fucking going on with him. But, but do you think he might we, be? Do you think what we've discussed before, Jay, in the terms of fans and players who need fans? We didn't mention Mane. We mentioned Firmino and the likes of Andy Robbo and Slim. But Mane's not been the, the same player whatsoever since the fans haven't been there. They could carry him. You know, no, I, I've said it before with Klopp, and I think Klopp gets an extra 20 percent out of the majority of our team. I think without Klopp, they're all quite a few of them are just standard average players. Um, yeah, definitely. And take the fans away as well. I think I think they need it. I think a lot of them need it. I, I, even even after the game yesterday, I felt like there was a bit of cockiness from Klopp, as if it was to just say, Do you know what? It is what it is. Fucking what? Just forget about it. It's, it's done. We can't do nothing about it. And it was it was all. I felt like he was just willing the season to end, like we all are. Get rid yeah. of it and watch us go next year. And that's that's where I'm at at the moment. Try and finish top four. Finish strong. We perform like that. We'll get it, and I just, I just, don't, I can't wait to see us next year when, when all the fucking 
the plaudits are out and all the critics are saying, ah, oh, do you know what? He's a fucking the worst champions ever. The shit he couldn't even get through in Europe. Watch us go next year. Yeah, no, like you say, we're all willing next season to start at the minute. Um, I think last night, again, there's a few, two players that I think deserve praise for last night at, um, at Trent and Robbo. I thought Trent was absolutely fucking brilliant last night. Um, he, he, was, was, he was. He was sensational. Um, best player on the pitch, Brian Meyer. He was, he, he gave us a, a snippet of what he might look like in centre midfield. He was just yeah. driving it. He was going from right back and then switching central. And he, um, yeah, it was exciting to see him doing that. There was a few times where I thought he should have just whacked the ball towards goal. Um, that one when he cut it back to Ronaldo, oh, I couldn't believe he didn't whack it. He should have just whacked it at the goal. Um, see, I thought yeah. he did. I thought it was a block and it just fell to Ronaldo. And then it's only when I've seen replays of. But who even thinks to of a pass like that, isn't that? Ah, he's snapped his knee to cut it back, and it? it's a fantastic, fantastic way to ball. Couldn't have been a better pass to Wijnaldum. Literally a fucking dream ball in a dream area of the pitch, in a dream situation. He, he had him, and you know, a, more or less a whole goal to aim at. And it, you know, it happens sometimes. You the nerves get you in the heat of the moment. You, you know, when, when you play footy. I don't even think it matters what level it's at. You know, when you analyse goals and you go, oh, he's put it in that corner, he's done. You, no one fucking... I don't think it's all mental. You just... You go into a fucking fuzz and a daze and you just do what your body does. It just happens, sort of thing. Yeah. So, unlucky. Get over it. Uh, I just thought he played bad when Alden. Um, I thought... I thought Robbo weren't as good as Trent. I don't think he was... I think he was a bit more cautious. He was staying back a bit more, but that might have been tactical. I thought he played well. He worked his ass off. For me, man of the match was was Milner. I thought I, as soon as Milner went off the park, I was flabbergasted, and I said to I said to our Chris who was watching it, "Where that's it. That's the game over. The, the experience has gone in the middle. The grit's gone. Um, the leadership is is what I was worried about. Yeah, that's, the why, that's why I wanted Milner starting. But, and you know what? If he looked, if he looked like he was flagging a little bit, tired a little bit, then happy days for me. When Alden should have come off for Thiago, but Thiago done absolutely nothing. No, he's never done a thing. They're the types of game where he needs to come on and shine, and he's not at the minute. Um, I just don't know what the situation is with him. He's lit, he's not the fucking player that we signed from Bayern Munich. He's he can't he can't pick a pass out. He played two balls. Even the one he played to Salad in the last minute was over it. Sim- yeah. It's a simple fucking five-yard pass, you know what I mean? Yeah, his first uh, pass, his first pass he was on about 10 seconds and he, I think he hit it off the play straight away. Well, do you know, if that was Naby Keita, mate, he'd be getting death threats. So, again, we discussed it with walking on water and all that. Now, Thiago's proven to be a fantastic footballer, but you, you can't judge a player on, on his past and his past achievements and his success and his ability back then. Got us a, we've got to judge him on what he's doing for us and at the moment, it's absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah, also another positive, Nat Phillips fucking marry me, lad. He, he got he got done once or twice, but again, sheer pace. But he stood his he stood his ground rather than diving in. He, you know, he jumped he jumped out the way sort of thing instead of getting sent off. Thought he defended fucking brilliant. He won every header. I just wish the fucker could head the ball into the, the net. I know. Yeah. He fucking got a ten bob heads, and he when it's when it's at their goal. I know it's the only time he doesn't, and to be fair, it's the only time he doesn't win it either. Every now and again, um, it's mad. Like every, we, how many corners did we have? I don't think we won a single one in the air. 
because that went into our box, you know, for a single fact. Barring that Benzema one, which I thought he was offside. Yeah. I don't even know. I laughed a little bit when I see Phillips movement. Phillips just like hovers in the air a little bit and then stamps down. I was laughing. Thinking, <laughs> fucking hell, lad. You're going to kick yourself over that. But yeah, I thought he, him and Kabak were brilliant. Yeah. Um, I can't really fault any of the team whatsoever. And it might be a little bit snarred like having a go with Wijnaldum. I just don't think he off said he had that little 10, 15 minute spell where he looked interested and then he was a ghost again. So, uh, Jota, Jota came on, didn't really have any influence, but that little, that little passage of play where he, he fucking skinned them and had a shot. A lot of the time, mate, you'd be saying he's scoring that. Yeah. So, there was a few that haven't gone down as chances that, you know, they are chances. For me, no, Zedda, like you should really be scoring for me no Zedda for me no inside the six yard box Jota Salah uh, Mane where he loses the defender and spins and falls over that's a goal nine times out of ten yeah you're talking a six niller <laughs> and it just wasn't to be but we got what we wanted they went out and they fought and they gave everything without a crowd and that's all we could ask for so I've got yeah, no issues with the performance. No issues with how we... The only, the only thing is, when you play a team like Madrid, and they just nullify you like that, um, and they've got no interest in playing footy, it, it fucking kills your, your belief in football. It's just fucking anti-football, boring bastards, but that's what you're going to do. You've got a 3-1 league going to Anfield, so... Yeah, of course. Fair play to you, Spanish bastards. That's it. Let's just... I, I just hope they go on and win it now. Fucking... No. Well, there's probably... Ah. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't I want any of them to win it. <laughs> I think Man City absolutely tear them apart. To I be really honest, do. I don't think I don't think City make the final. I think PSG. <sighs> I, I think PSG will knock them out. I'm I'm praying to God because you know the only saving grace yesterday when we were when we were down, well, obviously we hadn't scored, was that they were losing and then they scored and then they just like right, that's yeah. it. That's them made it ten times worse because. I've discussed this before with, with Man City. I fucking hate them. I hate them as much as I hate at Man United. And it's not because they're a good team. It's because of how they've got become a good team. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, imagine them or PSG winning it. It'd be fucking horrendous for football. Like, it's just literally spend as much as you can. Yeah. Pay fucking no punishment whatsoever for cheating and go, go and get the glory. It's disgusting. So I hope they get fucked. I do. I really so do. Why? So do I. We can we can hope. Um, they don't. They, I say three of the teams in there don't deserve to win the Champions League. Um, the way they've got the money and, and shit like that. But who's asked? To be honest, I'm I'm genuinely not asked about the Champions League now that we've gone out. Um, I am. That, that, I'll, I'll celebrate them going out, like as if we've just beat them ourselves. I, I fucking hate them. I literally hate. Them. I fucking I mean, hate everything about. I hate. Them. I, 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 I hate, hate PSG as well, but I hate PSG. Fucking smash them everywhere. Oh yeah, that that's it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate them, and I'll be watching it definitely. Um, but to I, I, I don't know. I'm just. I just Champions, think Champions League isn't as bad as as the Premier League with the VAR and all that. So right no. now, I can't sit there and watch another Premier League game unless it does. Because no, I, I know don't. Anyway, be, as you know, I know you don't. Anyway, something I do. Fuck about anyone if else. Footy on the fun. telly on a Saturday. Most of the time, I'll just leave it on, and it's getting so hard with the Premier League now because of how shit VAR and the referees are. And I, just I, I see any English team winning that European Cup as a dig at Liverpool and it knocks me shit. I fucking hate anyone. When when other when other like 
They're not even real. Ah, oh, let's support the English team. Oh, fuck the English team. I hope they all go out in the group stage. Gang of bastards. Don't yeah. want to see them anywhere near the cup. Now that it's a, I'm chewing the semi-final, I just hope they both go out. I hope it's a Madrid PSG final. Yeah, the only, thing with, the only thing with PSG is they're absolutely fantastic going forward. They tore Munich apart at times, but at the end of the day, the defence isn't that great. But see what happens, lad. Let's fuck them that ass. It's a little football against off the end. Yeah, so we go on to Leeds. Um, I think they announced the refs today. I think it's Anthony Taylor and fucking Mike Dean and VAR. So no doubt they'll get something wrong between them at some point in the game. Um, oh great! <laughs> um, it's it's fucking you know what? It's going to be one of the hardest games of the season. This they they run and run and run and fucking run, and when everyone else has stopped running, they carry on. So it's going to be fucking tough. Um, it is. But you've only got to look at what they've done to City last week with ten men. So no, no. Um, I'm hoping that might have tied them a little bit. To be honest, fingers crossed. All being yeah, well. Hopefully. Um, they- yeah, they're a good, they're a good side. They're an enjoyable team to watch as a neutral as well. Like when you, when you do watch thing, I watch match of the day, and now most of the time we were on first or second. But likes of Leeds and that, depending on the results, don't mind giving them a little watch. But not interested in other footy. Um, I like the manager. I like the the way he just plays footy. They're not in. Yeah. They sort of like they go against the grain. Where when teams get promoted, they just go. You know, Norwich, Norwich were the same. They just played footy and it killed them eventually. But Leeds are doing all right, aren't they? So we've got to go there. We've got to play our best. And we've got to have our shooting boots on or it's going to... Yeah. To be honest, if it's another, if it's a game as open as the opening day of the season, I think right now, we, I don't know if we win that game just because we don't have the same personnel available to us as we did in that first game. You know, they, they brought no, it to I... us. And yeah, I think that, that suits us though at the moment. Like, as we, we, we've gone through it all season, where anyone who's putting every man behind the ball, we're, absolutely, we're struggling to death with it. We're struggling. Like, it's so hard for us. But when teams are open and they're going to come and attack us, fucking bring it on. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be, should be a good open game. Um, so it should be fun to watch. Um, don't think we I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to change their tactics, like knowing the situation we're in. They're not going to play defensive because I don't think they've got no. the defensive. Never, you know what? Though, anyway, in their defence, they never do change the tactics early, and I think that's what's likable about them. They don't, they don't fear anybody. They go yeah, to that's every what game. I mean. They go to every you game saw. thinking they're a bit like a bit like we were. You, you know, a few years back, you scored three, so we'll score four. They got exactly. a bit of that about them. And they just play, play the same footy, the same system. They sort of concentrate on themselves and not the opponents, which which I like. Mm. I like that in footy where, you know, it's not all about concentrating on what the opponents do. Just go to play your own game and if you're good enough, you'll win. Um, so it's going to be a tough game. We just need to have our, like I said before, if we, if we play the way we played against Madrid, um, where we fight as much as we fought against Villa, um, and we believe... There's, there's nothing stopping us getting that top four. Leicester are 100 percent going to lose points. Chelsea are going to lose points. Fucking my concerns West Ham because they're literally yeah. just plodding on. And yeah, the flying. off to that little fucking golem. He's <laughs> um, he's doing he's doing well there. So fair play, but we just got to again we've got to concentrate on ourselves. It's not in our hands. We've just got to win all our games. It's going to be hard, but it's more than capable of doing it. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. I think Phillips and Kabak are growing in confidence every single game. Um, you've seen it with the pair of them. You know, I love it when uh, Phillips gets the ball and he just takes that little touch away from the attackers and it, it completely bamboozles them because they haven't got a clue he can do it. And then he yeah, gives himself that bit of space. Um, and the same with Kabak. You know, he's been picking the ball up. He's been running out with it. He's been trying to pass out a bit more. So, clearly, the growing in confidence from just playing in general, but from playing next to each other consistently. Um, and I think the confidence is starting to rub off a bit on the you know the rest of the back four and five with Allison. I think now Alexander Arnold and Robertson are you know a bit more likely to go up a bit more like they like they would be if it was Gomez and Van Dijk there. Um, Allison, I don't think he's as you know worried about maybe passing it out to them and playing from the back as he maybe would have been the first couple of games with them. Um, well, we discussed it about Allison the other day, and we did actually say that. Like, well, I, I commented saying when you're not sure who your back four is going to be and that it might it might affect your game. Um, we, we gave him a little bit of a slate in the other day, Alisson, and fucking fair play for that save yesterday. Fantastic. Yeah, and he looked, he looked a million times more confident on the ball as well. He was yeah. pinging it down. So um, that's what we wanted to see in our Brazilian goalie. So say there's many, many positives. We should be sat here talking about over in the semi-finals and it's just unfortunate we're not. But... Um, you can, you can take, take half of the performance. Yeah, loads of art. You can you can take many positivities, and I think you know you get you get a few lunatics slating them. There's not really anything to slate other than the missed chances. Everything else, you've got to you've got to take your hats off to them. Um, fair play to the fans who turned up before the ground as well and give, uh, before the match and gave them that that welcoming. Um, touch touch to the ones who smashed the bus. <laughs> We get the name for ourselves, aren't we? I know, I know. Um, it's oh. just, it, I'm not, I'm not even going to touch on that because I'll go, I'll go to a place I don't want to really go to and talk about our blues, chatting rats, but then not even putting anything up about Hillsborough. So let's not go there. Um, all busies anyway. No, do you know what? At the end of the day, it, it, it you've got to, you've got to condemn it because you can't be smashing up. No, definitely. Do condemn but, it absolutely, but um, it, you know. It, it that was possible that I, I, I haven't I haven't seen any videos from when it happened or anything. I don't think anyone has, but that could have just been one person who's got fucking yeah, bossy. Exactly. <laughs> no, do you know what? Like, it, it mightn't even be in anything thrown. Like, I, I've I've been there myself. I've organised the fucking the gatherings, and people just you, you the buses near on your toes. People are slapping fucking punching the windows and that. Do you know what, lad? Adrenaline gets you sometimes. And in them moments, you want to scare fuck out of them Madrid players and in the past, the Man City players and anyone else who comes here. I haven't got an issue with that. Sometimes accidents happen and someone might have put the fist through the fucking window or, you know, they've had hold of a bottle and they've fucking been banging it on. It's not necessarily being like an act of vandalism. It just happens. Sometimes shit yeah, just happens. Um, you know what I mean? I'd be lying if I said I didn't throw a few cans at the Man City bus a few years ago because I absolutely did. And I think my dad threw one as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy at the moment. The bus is going past. You you know their players are on there and you want to do whatever it takes to give us that little bit of advantage. And some people go over the top. Um, some people fucking throw bricks. And it is what it is. But unfortunately on the night, it didn't work anyway. So we might have yeah. to nip that one in the bud now. But uh, <laughs> I enjoyed seeing the flags and that, all the flares, all the lads singing. and um, yeah. yeah, it looked good. And, and that the... side of it, I loved, yeah. When our bus was arriving, I loved all that. Because yeah. it, it felt like, it felt normal looking at it, watching it. 
and see, just seeing like the little clips from it and that it looked like just a normal, normal. European night and it was boss. I think that's a that's a message to our players that that no matter what happens, we're here. You know, you're in a fucking two 0 deficit to this team. It's going to be hard, but we're here for you. And I think they needed that and they played like they knew it. So that's the yeah. main thing. That's what them gatherings are all about. Is that's it. You know, getting the getting the players to know we're there for them, and especially at times when they can't physically see it. So now they've seen it. Hopefully, that's a um, that's a foundation for the rest of the season now, and you know. Yeah, we're fingers there. crossed. Um, well, as we say, today does mark thirty-two years since uh, Hill, the Hillsborough disaster, and our our thoughts obviously are with the ninety the families of the ninety-six. Um, you managed to get yourself down to the ground today, didn't you? Yeah, I went down at three, the six minutes past three. Um, I always try and be around about the ground at the time. I always try and shift my work about so I can get there. Because um, the, the memorial hasn't been on for a few years and it's been a little bit quieter than that, it proper got to me today, like going there. And like, I, I turned up about three o'clock and I went and just stood there in, in silence. And it was it was jam-packed, to be fair. Um Everyone's dead respectful and that. And then you're seeing people going and touching photographs that are by the, the memorial and you're seeing people laying flowers and you're seeing people touching the names on the memorial and that. And it proper chokes you. And you, you start making stories in your own head. You're starting to think like, oh, you know, that person's crying. They've got a, an old scarf on. It's that scarf from Millsburg. They lost a loved one. And you start like playing things in your head and can't imagine what it's like to have been there. You know, I can't imagine what it's like to be someone who's lost someone there. Like, someone's husband and son and, or wife have gone to a footy match and not come out the ground alive. That's fucking yeah. terrifying. I mean, it gives me shivers. You know, it, it, it's it's fucking horrific. And, uh, you know, seeing people be there, you know, the survivors who, who got slandered by that fucking shit all of the paper, um, They've had to, to carry that burden for the rest of their lives, um, and still, still, we still had no justice. So it does. Wow. It annoys me every year. I, I know the out the families don't want the memorial anymore, and that that's that that's up to them. But I think for for some of us, it's nice to just be able to connect and and feel feel a little tiny bit of what they felt yeah. and what they feel, and being amongst it. Um, it brings it on what it really means. You know, a lot of people sometimes just, you know, the 96, like it's just a, a number. And then you see the people and the real people who've been affected. It's not 96, it's, it's thousands. Yeah. It's thousands. And there's, there's more who've committed suicide after it, years after it, hmm. you know. Um, so I mean, I, I was looking at, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt there. I was looking at even story, um, people on Twitter last night, Blues, and saying like you know they heard the news when they were at I think their game was at Villa Park, um and they heard stories and they out like when they were getting on the coach to go home, I think the death the, the amount of deaths at the time was about five or six, and they were all saying like it was the most quiet bus coach ride home ever, and you were arriving back in in Liverpool and just seeing like mums and dads and husbands and wives and stuff like that waiting and checking every coach to see if it was one of you know their loved one. On that, and it just it it fucking it knocks me, it absolutely knocks me for six, and I just I just can't like I, I can't I can't fathom it in my head. You know what I mean? I just can't work it work it out. I mean, how, how do you even go through something like that? And it's not something you, you link together, is it? You no. don't think like you, your mate or 
someone's going to go to a football match and then the next thing you hear is you're never going to see your mate again. Like, I've heard stories of, like, people knocking on random houses in, in Sheffield and that, just trying to get get contact home because mm. there was no, no no mobiles and that then. Um, it's just... It's just not, when you actually sit and reflect on what it must be like, um, it's just so sad. There's a, there's a show I've been to see, um, You'll Never Walk Alone, The History of Liverpool, and they do a, a little sketch in it. And it gives, I've got shivers now, lad, where it has happened. It's, it's a true story as well, like where a fella swapped, swapped his ticket for like the Leppens Lane with a mate for the main stand. And when he's got back on the coach, his mate's not there. It's just a scarf. And you just think, oh my God, that's happened. Like imagine living with yourself. So these people who've been blamed sort of thing by, by shit newspapers and shit news reporters without any evidence when they're going through complete hell and turmoil because of a decision they've made. Probably that person probably said, I want to get in the weapons lane. I want to be close to the goal. And they've gone, yeah. oh, go on. And you don't you don't ever think it's gonna come to that, but why would you think that? Exactly, it wouldn't even cross your mind, would it? No. Um, it's just I, it's I, I got a spare of tour for the ninety-six who passed away, the ninety-seventh victim, Stephen, who fucking threw himself in front of a train years later and yeah. donated all his savings to the old um, support group. Um, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get considered, and then there's. There's, there's there's hundreds who've who've ended their own life through the years because they can't live with it anymore, and it's it's so sad. The amount of families it's tore apart, the amount of families mm. it's affected, families, friends, um, and then again the survivors who've had to live with it year on year. People locking themselves in the bedrooms every time this date comes. You know, it's such it's a roll-on effect, and it'll it'll never be gone, and it'll never be forgotten. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not even just Liverpool fans that have been affected. You know, there was Blues there on the day. Um, there was, you know, I've seen stuff from uh, Forest fans on Twitter that, um, what's his name, Darren Fletcher from BT Sport, he was there in the Forest End and just said, like, it, it haunts him to this day. You know, it's just, and that was the other end of the pitch, you know what I mean? And it's just, it, it is, you know, we, we weren't alive when it happened, lad, and it affects us as bad as it does, not even live, having lived through it like the way anybody else has. So I can't even imagine how it affects people who have lived through it and were there. I just can't. It's just they deserve everything in the world, lad. And it was it was ripped away from them on that day. And at the very least, they deserve justice. And that, that as, soon, as soon as that comes dead, mate, we'll be partying on his grave as well. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The fact that that cunt's not in prison is absolutely corrupt. And uh, do you know what? We the um, the thing they done on St George's Ball when you know the truth actually came out, yeah. And they had the book, and they were you know all the verdicts got changed. Um, that was something that gave the families some hope that you know one day there could be convictions and stuff. Um, and I always remember that day. It was like. It was it was sad, but it was like a it was like a homecoming. You were sort of expecting Liverpool to come out with a cup. There was that much joy that that their loved ones' names weren't in the mud anymore. I mm. imagine going through that for that long, lad. I always remember seeing a fella 
I feel like fucking crying now. Remember seeing a fella, he had his he had his ticket from the Leppins Lane in like in like a plastic wallet and he was holding it up and kissing it. And he was waving it around St. George's all. And I was like, fucking hell, mate. Like what this means to him. That he was just, he survived it. And like his name's no longer, he hasn't done anything wrong to any of his fucking mates or mm-hmm. anyone who's died. It's, it's mad. It's, it's madness how how the media works and can corrupt things, but media so, and government that's, that's fucking don't no. don't let them off the door. That fucking corrupt dead twat in the ground. <laughs> she had a stroke. Um no, <laughs> it's fucking like I just yeah, I, I just can't I can't understand I just can't understand what they've gone through, lad, and it's just it's horrific what they've gone through for the last thirty two years. And like yeah. you said, they, they need justice. You know, we we used to go to the memorial every year when it was on, and more and more people were going every single year. And I think for me, the one sort of thing that always stands out there's, there's a lot of things that stand out from going to memorials. Admittedly, um, the one thing that always stands out for me was was Andy Burnham's speech. Yeah, always. Yeah, because and fair play to him because he went there. He never wanted politicians there ever, and he got up. And he was getting booed by the entire. I think I think it was like half full the ground at that time, wasn't it? And he was getting yeah. booed by every single person in that stadium, more or less. And he was, he started, that, yeah. and he started speaking, and he we we give him we give him a bit of a chance, and by the end of it, lad, he got a standing ovation, and he was he was a big catalyst in in something getting done or something starting to get done at least. Yeah, he, de- he delivered. He delivered his promise, and he, he got things looked at. He looked. He got paperwork dug out, and you know, he got the ball rolling for the court cases and stuff. And as from what I've seen, only I haven't seen much, but um, on social media, apparently there's still something ongoing. So we've got to fucking mm. be careful what we say. I know. Um, which I've only just remembered. So apologies, but um, yeah, as of now, we'll have to be careful what we do say in case it affects any situations in the court. But, yeah, just, just obviously condolences to, to all the family, the 96 we lost, and everyone who's been affected along the way. It's, it's such a fucking sad thing. And um, even from when I was a kid, I don't know what it was. I had this raw and passion for, to, to, to get justice. I, I've got a Justice 96 tattoo. I've wrote poems. I've had poems published. I've, I've always felt connected with it. I've had mates who lost um, uncles. So, rest in peace, Rib and Duck. Um, and I've, I've had I've had family members who were there, and I've been brought up with stories of how people feel, and I sort of felt like because of what they've given me in my head, I'm sort of brought up as if it, I was there, sort of thing, and I wasn't, wasn't even born. Got that I've got that closeness to to it, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's something that, it's something that absolutely burns through me, and you know every year I'll I'll pay me respects and. I just, I still, I can never, I'll never ever imagine what what the people go through. So no. that's me. I, I just don't know what to say anymore. It's, I just want justice for them, and I just, um, I just fucking hell. I can't give me sorries enough to everyone affected. No, like we say, we'll never ever forget them. We, you know, they're in our hearts always, and one day they will get justice. Rest in peace to ninety six. Rest in peace.
Sports Social Podcast Network.